0: Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and
1: easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision Hello and welcome to the Blossoming Unity Podcast. My name is Janice, and this is Nicole, and we are here to introduce you into the conversation about different spiritual techniques, methodologies, and order for you to have inspiration for your day-to-day life <laughs> hello nicole
0: hello how are you how is everyone this week we would love to know how was full moon for everyone how was it for mm. you
1: oh it's amazing uh, so good so many beautiful things surprises opportunities um just kind of presenting themselves at this point they're just you know sometimes you just got to sit back and they just boop boop boop, boop. There's a lot of times uh, I forget that there is a, a, a real chunk of my life when I was at the mercy of every full moon. Every full moon, I was going through it, just going through it so much, so much pain, so much you know, mental conflict, emotional conflict, just constantly over and over and over again. And I was like, why, why is it always like this? And it finally dawned on me. I was like, I'm in the cycle of the damn moon. What is going on here? I was like, why am I in the cycle of the moon? Because I had a lot of emotional stuff that wasn't taken care of. So I constantly was going through the moon cycles because my moon center wasn't able to actually be embraced and experienced in its fullness. So I was constantly going through the moon cycles. And every time the moon comes around, I'm just like, ah. So much pain, so much, uh, I just need a release. And of course, you're never going to actually see what it is until you actually go into it and figure out where the resonance is. So constantly going around in circles, same with the moon, over and over and over again. And then feeling that through, oh, this oh, this full moon, I was like, what? This full moon is great. I love it. Everything <laughs> oh, is amazing. Is I love great. the moon.
0: <laughs> Surfing the moon waves. <laughs>
1: I love it. I, I was feeling the waves because I, I started, you know, when when you do this work, you, you can recognize whenever there's certain cycles going on within, you know, the solar system, anything, whatever's really happening, you know, affecting whatever. So you can kind of see that, within your community, like how it's affecting the people that are physically around you, not just what's happening on the internet or happening, you know, all around the world and all that, but, you know, physical seeing what's going on and just seeing everyone just lose their minds <laughs> yesterday. And I'm sitting there and I'm just feeling it just flow through me. And I'm not feeling any of the turmoil or chaos that they're feeling. Because what I recognize if you can feel the chaos and the turmoil that they're feeling, that means there's still resonance within you that's allowing that to be accepted. So I didn't feel a, a damn thing. I'm sitting there like do 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 do. I'm just strolling and strutting. I still took my cold showers after spending a significant amount of time with any particular person. I still do that. Actually, even if I don't feel any resonance, I still do that just because I know it is a, when you're doing the energy game, it's a it can get sneaky. So uh, yeah, it was, it was great. I, I, I did a little meditation, did a little bit of yoga, had, had some fun, really just really relaxed into it. Um, it was great. The moon was beautiful. It was, it was like a, it was like a pink. It was a nice little pink over where I was. So have fun. What about you? Do you do anything uh, spectacular or feel anything or see any chaos?
0: I um, I actually um, always put all my crystals out, which takes hours in the meantime. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot of work. If you have a lot of crystals, you have to put a lot of crystals into the moon. Mm. So... Um, crystals is like I put them out like all my malas all my crystals that are in the rooms like can you see them no you cannot these over there these over there um I put them out into the full moons because with the full moon the crystals download data every crystal has its own job for example uh, this is a crystal that I work with like every day it's mm-hmm. kind of it's a rutile quartz sphere, and this is a just as the opposite. This is a clear quartz sphere. Mm-hmm. So um, every crystal has its own vibration and its own um, job to do in a house or in on a body. So I put them out into the full moon so they can download the necessary data, the downloads that they have, the vibrational downloads from the planets that they work with. For example, rose quartzes work with Venus and Venus has a specific um, uh, position during the full moons. Mm. And so the, the rose quartzes download the Venus energy for that. While um, for the next month, while um, for example, morganite has a totally different job, while uh, clear quartz has another job to do. So every crystal that you have has its own job that it's doing in your energetic field, in your house or on your auric field. So they need like to have a monthly update of the of the planetarian structure they get out into the full moon just at night they never see sunlight crystals should never be put into sunlight it burns the the there's a certain kind of patterning in the crystal when their consciousness is awake they really don't like that so um i do that Every full moon and then I do of course a lot of Kundalini yoga because on the moons the glandular system is more active so you can fourth day tenth day eleventh day of the moon plus full moon and new moon you do a lot of more much more yoga much more meditation to get more energy into the physical body to get more cleansing clearing and me personally I'm on my cycle on I have a full moon cycle
1: mm-hmm. so
0: women like this is like healers
1: healers 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 if your cycle is hooked on the full moon you are a healer stop fighting you're right
0: yes and it's like i was really confused um in the beginning i was like what a couple of years ago when i started bleeding on full moons every month like no Mm. fucking matter what's going on on planet i was like oh full moon there you go uh, I love my cycle. I mean, I, I have a deep, deep connection with my my cycle, and so. But then I I read that oh, it's not normal to bleed on full moons. It's really strange. You need to have a new moon cycle only then you're in the right cycle. And I was really confused. I was like, what? Why is then my body wrong? Is something you know? Is something upside down that I don't know of or so? Mm. Um, and I was really insecure about it because apparently the the majority of women bleed bleed on new moons well most of them don't bleed nor like in in normal at all but the ones that are in 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 tune with their bodies and that do maybe yoga or certain kind of practices their body starts to bleed and and in with the moon because that's what makes sense so um the new moon women, there are far more women bleeding on new moons than on full moons because apparently that's what's natural. For me, it's really unnatural to do new moons. I had last year, my whole cycle went retrograde before mm-hmm. I turned 40. My whole cycle and this, this is like huge. For me as a woman, it was like a nightmare. My whole cycle, like turning retrograde, everything was pulled upside down internally. And now, since my fortieth birthday, the, the moon be on before the the sixteenth of May, I'm back on the full moon cycle. So, um, and this what fe- this is what feels most natural. And um, yeah, it's the healers, it's the it's the the great transform- transformers, hmm. the the big wisdom holders yeah
1: yep this is totally your area. I don't go through that every month, so all I know that's yeah. all all I said was all I know and that's all yes. i that's all I can say <laughs> yes.
0: I, I mean it's not it's not so interesting as well so like
1: well for you know, a lot like, of women it is
0: yeah maybe it is but it's I, I think it's really important to understand that there are different ways of cycles with women and that um that everything is fine everything is good for you there's the no yeah there's no just this is good or that is good or even when you have a longer cycle and you never bleed on the same day at all that's well, that's fine as well or mm. if you have short cycles and you have like or short and long and like you do you like i don't care mm. if it bothers it you then there's things i know
1: you. i know some women that that look at their their cycle and when they're when they're going through that release, it's it's a personal power for them because then they then they they use that that blood as an offering, uh, a thank you of of gratefulness of, um, and it, it's it's beautiful to see, especially when you see women really in tune with their bodies and they know every little thing that's going to happen, and because of that, they're totally in tune with everything that's around them. So that's when when I'm when I'm speaking to some of my my male clients, it's like. If you're feeding your woman insecurity, if you're feeding your woman fear, if you're feeding your whatever you feed her, she's going to multiply, no matter what it is. It could be energetically. If if you're with a woman who is a powerful woman, is very in tune with her body, in tune with her emotions, in tune with her thoughts, all of that, you need to be able to be a powerful man because – It's going to break you all the way down. It's going to pull out every insecurity of yours. And if you're not conscious enough, you're going to project those insecurities onto her. You're going to project those fears and all of that onto her. And like, that's going to be multiplied. So you got to be able to be able to hold space for that, especially when all of the different cycles are happening. You got to be able to hold space for it.
0: Yeah. And I think like for women as well, like men go through cycles as well. They longer mm. yes. They're longer and they different, but they're very important as well. And for a woman in a partnership to, or in a relationship to hold space for her partner to go through growth cycles and go mm. through um, emotional cycles is so important. It's like yes. very, very important. And mm. I think there is, as long as you are lacking parts of you that are somewhere in the past that like as long as there are children within you that are not at home yet as long as there are traumas um like running after you um th- there is this huge um opportunity to to have fights and to have um, misunderstandings in love relationships and mm. like more and more and more. I'm, I'm always saying this to my clients and I keep on saying that, but um, everyone serves you to see what you don't see. So your partner is there. Your partner's first and foremost primal job is to make your unconscious conscious. So he will and she will trigger you at the points where you where you don't see them. So there is not no. There's only one thing you can choose. Either you choose that, okay. My partner's job is to make my blind scene, the blind spots that I have that I see them. So when my partner is um, pointing out some things that are really uncomfortable, instead of going into um, being triggered and, and getting like on a revenge, a revenge mode. I, I, I inhale and I'm like, okay, wait, there's some, this person loves me. So she, she, or he wants to tell me something that I don't understand about me. So, okay, let's first and foremost, think that this person wants the best for you. Mm -hmm. And, and then in order to that, to then understand that there's some things you have that are blind. Like I had today a client, she said, I I explained her how children work and how they start to build um, strategies to get energy from their parents if they don't get it and how she still has a strategy running that is like constantly behaving like a child in order to get energy from people. And she's by, by any means, she's like, she turned 30. So she's no child anymore. And um, I said to her, well, when you're like having euphoria, like a child has euphoria, then you also need the depression like a child or the sadness like a child. So this is the duality game. And she said to me, oh my God, my partner, my lover for seven years and the father of my unborn child, she's pregnant now, always said to me, I cannot be happy like you are. I'm just, I can only be happy like a growing up. And she always blamed him for that. She's like, you know, I said to him, you just, you cannot do it. And why don't, why are you not happy with me? And she said, oh, I, I need really, I need to talk to him. Because what he saw, and he saw it correctly, he saw that inner child that was like, really like, if you see a 30-year-old person like, oh, my God, this is so cold. is so, you know, behaving like a little child, you're like, this is strange. Like, you know, so, yeah, that was really interesting. So everybody serves you, Every, especially the people that, around you that love you. They serve you. And the, the, the service is to make your unconscious conscious. And sometimes that triggers the shit out of you. You know what? Take a deep breath and be thankful. That's how it works. This is the, this is the game of love. <laughs> of love relationships. Best game. Best game. Ever. Quote,
1: unquote. <laughs>
0: For those that are in love, especially. <laughs> <laughs> there's,
1: uh, so there's a thing uh, about being in love, just become love.
0: keep on going
1: that's it take (laughs) it Uh, that's open for interpretation see when uh when you're in love you create a barrier a little box because you're in it right you're in the love so there's a limitation to the love but when you become love there's no more limitations but to understand that as well we have to go much deeper than what the words are suggesting by becoming love it's not about doing the act of becoming love it's realizing what you're not and therefore what are you left with so with the everlasting consciousness if you recognize that as you are which obviously takes a lot of steps is talking about people who've been you know on their journey for quite some time When you recognize that and you become consciousness, like a lot of people say, oh, just become, become like a child again. Some great teacher said that once become like a child again, or become love, become this, become that. See, when someone says become this, it's inviting you into the conversation of, well, why am I not that? Then the question arises. Then you go down the rabbit trail of, okay, I'm going to do everything in my power to become love. I'm going to do every single practice. I'm going to read every single book. I'm going to go to every single teacher. I'm going to watch every single video. I'm going to keep on searching. Then the search starts. It's like, well, I've hit every single area that I could possibly even think of. Maybe not imagine, but every single way that I've gone about becoming love just hasn't worked. So then where does it point you towards? You've done everything on the outside, every single thing. You've done the practices, you've talked and spoken and researched and wrote notes and journal and shadow work and child work and this, that, and the fourth, and you go and you go around and around and around and around and around. And then you take a deep breath. And that pause, something happens when you say, Well, maybe I'm pointing in the wrong direction. And then you look in. And at first, the outside still wants to show itself. When you start looking in, you see all the outside stuff. The thoughts. Yeah, the thoughts are an inside job. Yeah, but is that really inside? The emotions, is that really an inside job? Or I mean, you can't see my emotions unless I express them with my physical body. Or you feel them energetically, but it's kind of still an outside job. It's still physical. You go on and on and on and on. You go deeper (laughs) and deeper. And then wherever you point towards, thy who seek shall find. Become love, they say. What made you think that you're not?
0: Sounded like a poem.
1: (laughs) I have poet in my uh, in description on totally Instagram.
0: You're totally, uh, you, you totally are a poet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, most people, and what I recognize, when you look at anyone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, at least when they speak, it's always a story. That's never something really, truly direct. Some of them are pretty direct but it's always a story like they're not going to give it to you straight out right because the words are going to be distorted into the infinite amount of perceptions that you could take it i could say the word the and 30 different people took the way that i said the in a completely different direction all about tone the way my facial expression is so there's a subconscious understanding of different you know quirks or whatever but when you tell a story it's one, yes, open for interpretation for whoever's watching it. But the story takes you into a flow, into a trance. So the conscious mind is kind of watching, but the subconscious is taking in more. Because it's like when, when you focus on one thing, and you're you really focused on one thing. And then when you let go of that focus, and then all your, your, your vision kind of goes... And it widens and then you're taking in even more information and the whole body feels like it's like in this weird flow state. Because when you, I notice whenever I'm really, really focused on one little thing and I'm just super honed in, everything else is gone. And I'm only focused on that. But when I widen my vision, I'm taking in all the information. My reflexes are faster. The way that I'm able to uh, jump on the dime is faster because I'm taking in more information. My eyes are at least taking in more information and seeing more than what it was when I was only honed in on that one single thing. So it's almost the same um, understanding is when you're taking down that flow within a story, the interpretation is hitting the the subconscious more direct rather than uh, just giving it to a straight up.
0: I don't know if it's for me to become love. I really don't know. I I really would love to become human. Like, fully. you're
1: already human.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, experience this human incarnation as a human fully. And Absolutely. To see what what that holds. Mm.
1: I totally agree, one hundred percent, and that also within what it is that I just explained brings up the same exact thing. When did you think that you weren't? Because we think we are not, right? That who was the great Shakespeare? Uh, I think, therefore, I am. That was the worst case of advice ever given in the human history. I know there's some people that are going to be listening to this, be like, "How dare you say that?" Just because you think doesn't mean you are. You ever have moments when you're not thinking at all? You're still there. Still very much there. But you're just not perceiving yourself as you. You're just perceiving. So it's like like if I want to experience the fullness of what human being is, there's a becoming, but a lessening as well. The lessening of the belief systems that I'm not that or the in-place structures.
0: Far away from the belief system that you are human in order to want to become human you need to be far out <laughs> like in order to understand the greatness of to, to be a human and to, be, to live this human incarnation this life in order to have the love for that mm.
1: the
0: deepest gratitude and the compassion for that you need to understand. You definitely need first to understand that you're not this body.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's like, and I think,
0: That's like there, and then you go all the way, and then maybe here. <laughs>
1: and then, like one of the steps as well. Uh, one of the most pivotal steps you can make is when you what. This is why so many amazing teachers say this, and when you really ride with it, you really get it. You're just a blip. When you look at a flower you're the same as a flower but there are perks when you really get with that it's like oh a flower blooms oh another flower blooms oh another flower blooms oh a raindrop oh when you reckon that you really get with it you stop taking yourself so seriously then the possibility of what you're what you're talking about is going is there's a possibility of unfolding
0: yeah and there there doors over doors over portals over doors within us yes and every all cell doors and portals and every single cell holds the wisdom of the universe so in order to access that in order to co-create with the heavens and the earth in order to get the teachings of the chakras, the teachings of the gunas, the the elements in order to understand all that and bring that into flow and become superhuman, like superhuman, not only human, we should create a brand become superhuman. (laughs) And Mm. that just means to be actually human to actually use this body. (laughs) That would be so funny because People think becoming a superhuman is to become totally extraterrestrial, extra, super glowy, but what you actually just need to become is human and not a, like a robot or a, or a... what do you call those things that uh, AI. No, oh, no a zombie, a yes. zombie. Zombie?
1: Yeah. <laughs> because people. So are it's zombies. recognizing that being human is super.:
0: Oh yeah, totally. It's the best. Ever. It's like this is magic. I mean, if you understand the capability of this data hub here that you're living in,
1: dude, just <laughs> look look at it this way: dude. we are on a Zoom call currently,
0: yeah.
1: talking across the world in yeah. space and time, as this planet is rotating, as the birds are flying, the trees, the wind, all of this is so happening. Here, all-
0: here it's night.
1: Oh, seriously this is magic this is a magical magical experience in itself you could just just that real or recognition gave me a thirst i don't think could ever be quenched.
0: and just that we found each other
1: Imagine yeah.
0: this seven billion people and seven
1: we billion
0: found each other to co-create this and yes. there are people that actually you listen to this and they're like, oh, yeah, this sentence really helped me. That knowledge, oh, yeah. And then they become superhuman. Mm. You know, it's like this is the pure magic in orchestration of what's going on is beautiful.
1: Let me look up something really quick while we're on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Do it. Should I sing a song, in the meantime, like one of those elevator songs?
1: Uh, Becoming human.
0: <laughs>
1: that's on PB. Oh, that's already a series. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I was just looking up different names. I like uh, I like marketing, so I was looking up like. Oh, different there names. we go. <laughs> the oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I think for me, like the magic of, of, of the, you know, of many different spiritual schools of mystical schools of spiritual teachings to get into that, the the magic of the only yoga, I mean, you could, you could spend lifetimes of studying yoga and understanding the chakras and the, like how to access those energy centers and how to balance your your elements in the body like you can you can spend we i i spent lifetimes doing that i'm sure and uh, mm-hmm. the, the the mysticism of sound because
1: the, the list goes on, it, it sounds, and on
0: and on like it goes on and on so you know i i really i want to become human like if yeah. i make it in this lifetime to actually become superhuman, just superhuman in this body. I love
1: that. There's there's literally yogis who only practice one position their entire life. Yeah. Just one. Just yeah. one. The art of sitting. That's all they practice. Every day, day in, day out. That is their one practice yeah. and all they one do. One
0: mantra, breath inhale, deep, exhale deep. They do that one month or all of life.
1: all life. That's it. the whole life. That's it. That's all they do. They sit there and they breathe. That's it. Amazing, no I, I mean,
0: uh, no. incarnation? do you think it's a lifetime well spent?
1: yes if you're if you're in it for the long game, if you're in it for the long game, yes <laughs> if, exactly if you're if you're in it yeah like if, if you for a long game well not not always depending on where you are in your life. journey if you if you only have one life if you have one life mm-hmm. one lifetime mm-hmm. and that's it i'm off to the races that's why i'm doing what i'm doing in this incarnation i'm off to the races so if you're playing the long game right you're playing the long game lifetime over lifetime over lifetime over lifetime after life then, yeah, that's a that's a life worth spent you're doing what you got to do. Evolution of consciousness. Yes, absolutely. 100%. You're, you're learning how to evolve in, in in a way where the physical body can be at complete ease and presence and just being there. Absolutely. 100%. And it's helping many other species evolve as well within doing that act. There's been so many lifetimes. Now it's time in off to the races. Now it's time to go, 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 go. When i when you I have sat down with death for months on end, the being surrounded by death the the odor of death, the experience of death all of it uh examining skulls and bones and being at funerals and and watching the withering of a human being watching the withering of an animal, seeing the life come out and it's like that can happen at any moment it's a celebration absolutely one hundred percent that's the that's the way I'm getting out of here alive. But I want to be able to do as much as I possibly can until that moment.
0: We don't know if we serve our purpose best with doing the thing that the yogi does or mm. doing more. Yeah, We don't know. Like, what I love in Kundalini Yoga to say, every mantra you recite, every posture you made, every yoga uh, yoga lesson you did every time you you um tune in every time you breathe mantra that all is counted into your radiant body and when you go you take that with you these accomplishments that the basically the constructive energies you take that with you Hmm. so who am i to judge i don't know like oh, I really, there's
1: definitely no judgment at all
0: i really do. and i really don't know what like i think there are people that ha- in this lifetime and this is for sure you have bigger jobs to do like have to reach more people
1: have it's more for me to experience
0: yes and enjoy yourself while doing that
1: mm-hmm. yes and think, it's
0: and i think even that is like you enjoy yourself doing that that's amazing like that's exactly what you should be doing and for for but this is like in modern society people that go out and do a lot and produce a lot like they're they're seen as the good people that are they're seen as that the ones that you know that made it that, that 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 do the right thing but maybe when you're an introvert and you're just sitting at home and you're just chanting for yourself uh a song uh, that praises nature or a song that praises uh the angels i maybe that's way more impactful than what we do what dennis and i do together you know you just never know what like we we own i think we as humans are only capable of understanding um Impact until uh, up to a certain extent, and um, so follow your joy, like Dennis says. Like it's what he wants to do, and like if you are an introvert and you sit at home and you feel like, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone, but I want to do I don't know crochet flowers, you know, or I want to build mugs with my hands and do something very, you know. If if every person on planet Earth would just follow what they want to do, this planet would be fucking heaven on Earth. If you want to do crochet flowers, I'm sure there are people that need them for something. If you want to do mugs out of... um What's the thing called? The brown? If you want to do like the... Pottery. Pottery mocks. Do that. Mm. But like, and you, you cannot afford it yet to, to live from that. You know what? Have a hobby. I love singing mantras. It's my hobby now. I, go, I do that. I go somewhere and then I sing there and then I go back home and I'm very happy about that. Does, does it help anyone? I don't know. I don't care. I don't give a f. Maybe in six months I will have a mantra CD out and will become a mantra singing star and well known on planet Earth. We just don't know, and who who cares? Nobody. <laughs> now, today, nobody cares. I just follow what I really love to do, and like that's why I do this mantra art. That's why. I I love mantra. I'm, I'm in deep love. I'm in awe with this vibration, with the mysticism of sound. And I want to go deep into that. I want to be able to chant a mantra out of every chakra possible to reach you on the level that you can be reached on. You know, there are millions of possibilities. Do, do, do I think that helps the planet? I don't know. Do I think that makes me a better human? I don't know. I just follow my passion. I follow my fun. I follow my heart. And I think a planet, like when I think of, of, of the ideal paradise, I would want to live on a planet where everybody just follows their bliss.
1: Do what you want to do. And if it helps people, then it helps people. Um, That's always been my, I guess my, My mission goal is I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, People get, you know, people say it helps them. Beautiful. But at the end of the day, I'm expressing what I'm doing. This is what I do with me. This is my main focus. My, my home is right here. I have to live in this body. I have to live with these thoughts. I have to live with these emotions. I have to live with all this. So, you know, it's, I say, say, uh, well, it just kind of sounds selfish when you put it that way. Absolutely. I'm so selfish. You're only here for
0: you. For who else should you do stuff when not for you? Like, who did, like, that's the only reason why you're here is yourself.
1: And it actually teaches you as well to get really joyful in the things for other people yeah. because you are joyful within yourself. You're happy with what's going on within you. It's like, if you're not in the mood, because you're not feeling aligned within you no matter what you do you may get a few you know trickery hormone boosts from whatever dopamine you're getting from whatever situation but we all know that comes to an end right so if you can get real good with feeling good within the this body these emotions this mind and it's there's going to be times when you know not always going to feel that way we're human right but being able to recognize that and having the tools at at hand, like that's one of the biggest things. And I know we've talked about that in our podcast before is you have the tools work with the tools in which you must. Yeah. And then tools. Oh, so many different tools. And then when you do things for others, you're good within You're. it's not a, a question. Should I do it? Should I not do it? That's torture. You're torturing yourself. Just do. That's it. When you when you're at that point, you just you just do it. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Let's do it right now. Let's get her done. Let's have fun. Let's let's co-create. Oh, I was thinking about create. Let's do it. Why why are you still talking about it? Let's oh yeah, let's get it.
0: And that happens in cycles as well as the moon does, as the female cycle does. It's like creation like comes in cycles as well. You cannot be creative twelve months a year. It's impossible, but you can. There. Like creation comes in waves. Yeah, have- Me
1: for some, I'm constantly creative. I feel if if I don't have creative um, inspiration with a particular art form, I'm being creative with my food. I'm being creative with the way that I'm choosing to read. I'm tr- I'm being. Cre- I will sit here and dance, and I, I will I'll, I'll do different things. Creation's constantly happening, and I think what 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 it is for me is I recognize the creation that's happening all around me. So I think there's that, that interface that happens and I'm like, Oh, I see you're always creating. So why can't I, and it just became a thing, but also uh, Pisces. So very creative.
0: Pisces, very emotional and creative, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's very funny for me. me, Being creative, like, uh, like cooking food is not creative. Like, yeah. Mm yeah maybe you're right yeah let's honor
1: you you, you could you <laughs> could find creation and all of it
0: no but i mean come on that's too
1: spiritual for me
0: like, they like what they say i'm the spiritual one but i'm not they can like
1: what if cook, when if i
0: cook and clean no that's not being creative like that's mm-hmm. cooking and cleaning let's relax on that please no but when for i shave
1: my beard when no, i shave my no, beard i make it creative no, i'll give myself a nice not, long no,
0: mustache Oh, God, you're exaggerating. Oh, so my serious. God. This is so...
1: Every that, man does that. Every...
0: People are nuts. They're like, like, oh, I'm cutting my nails. This is my creation. Like, what the fuck?
1: Uh, that, that may be a bit extreme for me. But what I'm saying is with... <laughs> <if> <laughs> that is
0: extreme, but your beard is not.
1: Oh, have you ever... <laughs> said, do you know, I think it's hardwired to any man or any person you're that can grow so a sad. beard when you when you have a long beard and you start shaving it okay first you give yourself nice chops and then you 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 go ahead you take off the chops and you have yourself a nice bushy mustache and a long goatee and then you start taking down the goatee then you have a nice like little just chin growth and soul patch and a long mustache then you take that off then you just have the soul patch and the mustache and the mustache usually my mustache is quite large so it's really out here and it's all over the lips and you just and you look in the mirror and laugh at yourself that's all yeah, you do
0: that's not creation
1: like I'm creating like new designs without, without. Oh, so, what, what, a, so play- I guess that's
0: being playful and let's agree good for you okay you're creative okay you're way more creative than I am I'm way more pragmatic let's yeah
1: you create your so, what, what The difference here is the word creation, and that's where we're getting mixed up. For me, creativeness is just, just about anything that you can do that is different than what it was. Yeah, I know. So first I had a beard. Then I had some chops. Then I had a soul patch and a long mustache. And you sing. And make weird facial expressions as you do it. <laughs> I think that was a beautiful podcast, don't you?
0: Yeah, very creative.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our creative outro. Thank you so much for oh joining God. us today on the Blossoming Unity Podcast. This has fun. been Dennis and Nicole.
0: Have a beautiful day, you guys, and let's—like me—be more pragmatic. Let's. <laughs> Be more creative. Whatever you
1: want to do, you do you. <laughs> she okay. sounds like a little bit of a Debbie Downer, doesn't she?
0: I don't a little she bit of
1: a it. Debbie Downer. <laughs> the Americans will. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, You know what? Uh, Debbie Downer. It's, uh, I actually, um, so what you say is, oh, you're being a Debbie Downer. So it's like when someone like it, it's being almost pessimistic but not to that extreme. Right. So it's like, someone's being really optimistic and you know, Oh, this is the, and you're just kind of like, that's not real life.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I love to be Debbie Downer. You know why? (laughs) Because people behave like children because they don't have their children at home. And then they're like, And then i'm like well that's not a grown-up sitting there <laughs> yeah i'm totally mm. a debbie downer it's my job to be that i think sometimes in my it, as trauma therapist it sometimes is when my clients come like oh my god look what i did i'm like yeah how old are you like 10. like it's good for you to create stuff and it's good like do whatever shave your beard whatever you want to do but yeah, Debbie Downer. Let's see.
1: You are. See, you have to connect with your childlike spirit some more. <clears throat> got to do it. Got to do it. You got to have fun. And the whole thing. I have lots
0: of fun. I just have, don't have fun like a six-year-old.
1: Oh, that's there. Di- there's a difference between being a six-year-old and recognizing that fun, it doesn't have an age. Like when I recognize the fun that you can have with just about anything, like I can have fun with this pen. You're really enjoying yourself. You're really enjoying the fact of just being with whatever it is that you're doing. And that's fun. It comes off almost, maybe with your clients and be different. Um, but what I recognize when someone's really joyful and really happy and really enjoying what they're doing, the way the universe reacts to that, it's unmatched and untouched.
0: I agree, but for me, that's that's being playful and being fun and not creation. That's probably the difference, you know. For me, like I have that, but it's, but it's a wording thing. It's a technicality, again.
1: Mm.
0: I'm dead. Four up. score. It was nice. Four
1: score. Send her an email of your thoughts, folks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I want to have that. But be gentle, please.
1: (laughs) Yes, be gentle. Don't be mean. Uh, A new romantic cycle begins for a lot of people. So enjoy that. Yeah. Be playful. Have fun. And as the pessimist likes to say, it's not creation. Just be playful and have fun.
0: Just be playful. Well,
1: well, the cool thing, well, well, before we get off of here, what that just actually just inspires something within me. Being playful and fun when you're in a relationship. But the creation is the relationship, the byproduct of the relationship. So the creation is the byproduct. So through you being playful and fun, creation can happen, and that's the byproduct. I agree. Dang, We got there. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful week, guys. Thanks okay, for guys. Bye. Hanging out. Bye.
0: Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at Ali.vision or write us an email at contactally.vision. At